Or maybe I have, and I just didn't re- remember it at all. I'm sure you've seen Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I like, mean, I, I, I've, I'm fairly sure that I've seen... Is it Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, dealing with ants. Yes. But I don't remember the, the fridge bit at all. Yeah. So maybe I, like, left the room when that was happening. Maybe, maybe. It's... Because I think I just didn't like that movie at all. I yeah. had no real attachment to the Indiana Jones franchise at the time. Yeah. So just left. Yeah. To do something more fun. Yeah. It's... I mean, that happens before Shia LaBeouf's in the movie. Really? Yeah. That happens, like, really early on. That's like... That's like, sort of, Indiana Jones... That's the, the, the boulder of... Wow. Of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, I don't know then. And I remember seeing an interview with Steven Spielberg where it's like, I I love this image of like Indy stood in front of a mushroom cloud and they're like, this is Indiana Jones in the nuclear age. I'm just like, no one asked for that. <laughs> nope. No, no, like they were happy with him killing Nazis. <laughs> this like, is Indiana Jones in the nuclear age. Yeah, I'm just like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, Steven. <laughs> You crazy f- Tom. Yep. Right. You, you've, you've, you've heard about... You've heard about this... You hear about this? You hear about this? Let me tell you something that's happened from the... Uh, from, from the TikToks. From the... From the uh, in the wider world and the news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you hear about this? Um, did, I, did I hear about this, Matt? This thing you told me about five minutes ago before right. we started recording. Yeah, well, but but here's something that I like. So <laughs> that I saw an opinion piece like that yeah. popped up on my Facebook feed on the Guardian. Yeah, which so the gentleman for those who don't know the gentlemanians. Yeah, thing, please mention gentle gentle yeah, minions. The gentle minions uh, trend being a load of uh, teenagers <laughs> who just. At this point, I'm pretty sure that teenagers, including myself, just get on board with the trend for 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 no reason. Yeah, doesn't mean anything. Just just do it. It's it's, it's it's fun. It's like the internet now has a kind of if you've ever played the game Bioshock, it's yeah. a kind of would you kindly follow yeah, this yeah. trend? I mean that that and it's just you know it's not it's not instru- like it's not a diktat. Yeah, they just they just want to be distracted. Yeah, by by an event, they want to feel like wanna... like now is yeah. more important than a then. moment ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like um, the the people going in suits to the cinema. Yeah, right. And someone in the Guardian had decided that th- this was the time to voice their opinion of they shouldn't be banning these these suits because these people should be the saviors of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah wow well as someone who goes to the cinema quite regularly yeah. in a suit as is the proper etiquette as is the proper suit as is the yeah. proper cinema etiquette I get annoyed when people aren't in suits yeah. at the cinema <laughs> yeah. it's an event yeah. go to see it like it's a red carpet event truly Tom you are the saviour of cinema I am the saviour of cinema yeah. that's why we started this podcast this person was a pining Opining that you know the the decline of cinema is yeah. an industry and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's like these people are going to go and see an Illumination animation. <laughs> <laughs> Citizen Kane eight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Citizen Gru. That's the next one. <laughs> yes. That's the next one. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, I'm yeah. amazed that cinemas are banning people wearing suits well, to the cinema. I mean, they're trying to... Because how do you say... you, you Right. It's like that time that Ben Shapiro uh, responded to someone when they said, like, what would you ban if you could? What, what crime yeah, would you yeah. ban? If, and he said, interesting that no one said crime. And it's like, okay, we can't ban people. We can't just put a sign up that says no shouting in the cinema. Because yeah, yeah. that, that's already in the rules. Yeah. Right? We, <laughs> however, people are still doing it. Yeah, yeah. So banning people in suits is the next, is the next you thing. Can't, you can't stop people from shouting in the cinema. Like, imagine, imagine the fucking American audience's for Endgame if that had been... <laughs> I think that should be true. It should have... They should have all got kicked out. Yeah. Someone should have stood at the front of the, yeah. uh, front of the cinema. Uh, like when Anyone people... wearing a Captain, uh, a Captain America t-shirt yeah. or, or Hulk gloves yeah. out. Or... or t- Screaming in joy, <laughs> like like when Tom from Tom and Jerry gets hit over their head with an iron. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I can imagine loads of cinema attendants just ready to go yep. at the moment he catches that hammer. <laughs> We're off, like <laughs> just like in the with starting position. <laughs> The moment he catches it, that's when everyone just sort of sprints up. To action, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, of course, those incredibly well-staffed cinemas yeah. uh, that have, have six or seven people catching people in the in each <laughs> viewing rather than the three people who had to work that day. Hey, we're creating jobs. <laughs> yeah. We're creating by jobs. By being unruly. So what you're saying is by making people have to police... The rise of Gru. Yeah, yeah. You are. Uh, we'd be. We'd be creating jobs. Well, they're, they're not. Then they're not creating these jobs because they're banning people from going in dressed in a suit anyway. Yep. It's yeah. Those people were on their way to a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> they just wanted to stop in and and watch <laughs> the minions rise of Gru yeah. before going to do a very important job interview. Yep. You know, give himself a boost. Yeah, yeah. If Gru can make it, I can. What what can you bring to the table as a minion? Um, <laughs> no, they're going for the Gru job. Yeah, they, <laughs> of course, of course. But like, yeah, this gentle minions. Yeah, I think you already mentioned it. Just people going, little teenagers going yeah, into it the rise of Gru. It it's just going basically. The pro- it's not the problem that they're going in suits. Yeah, it's the problem that they're all screaming their heads yeah. off when they're there because there are people. There are posses of 25 lads yeah. all going into a cinema and then, like, treating it as if it's their space. Yeah. Which it, is what teenage boys do. I mean, it is kind of like... Because I worked at a bar where the landlady banned uh, people from coming in wearing football shirts. Or uh, public displays of affection. Yeah, dancing. dancing or... <laughs> I mean, let's... Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was banned, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but for good reason. Um, some of them, were for some of them reason. for a good reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, but football shirts, yeah. definitely agree with that. Yeah, like people coming in football shirts, you get people who are passionate about one team and not so passionate about the other. You get into fights. Yeah, get into arguments about which team's the best. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Who, you don't know what they're going to be like. But they're obviously obsessed with football, yeah. which makes them ultimately bad. Which, make, which uh, makes them. Dangerous, <laughs> dangerous, and and not mysterious in the slightest. 
I wonder what football team they support. Uh, if only there was some way of me knowing. Yes, yes, I... Uh, Unfortunately, I'm colorblind, so I can't see whether these stripes are blue or red. They could... <laughs> they could be football supporters. They could be wearing pajamas. Who knows? <laughs> They're sponsored by Chippa Chips. <laughs> Chippa Chips. Yeah, the Sheffield Wednesday outfit. They were once supported by Shipper Chups. What, the, uh, what, are they not anymore? I don't think so. Judas's! No. Yeah, oh yeah, I can't believe they got rid Chupper of the Chupper Chups thing. Let, I, let us I, know. I blame Chupper Chups. Yeah, if anyone's listening to this and who cares, uh, let us know. <laughs> what happened there? What happened there? How did that, how did that relationship break down? Was it messy? <laughs> Was it sticky? <laughs> I found out as an aside. Was it delicious? This, uh, this weekend, I found out um, that uh, if you add... Bailey's to a strawberry milkshake. Yeah. It tastes like the strawberries and cream chopper chips. Ah, because Bailey's is a cream liqueur. Yeah. Mm. It's very tasty. That's quite, I could imagine that's quite nice, actually. Yeah, it's quite quite like... uh, It's very sweet. Yeah. Far too sweet, really. But if you're looking for a dessert, you know, you go for a milkshake. Mm. Mmm. Chopper chips. It's quite interesting to know that for a while, at least, we don't know if it's still ongoing, let us know if you care, um, the Chupa Chups logo on the Sheffield Wednesday strip, uh, Chupa Chups logo designed by Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is interesting. A little, little Dali piece on, on it on the front of it. Who, can, who else can say that? Yeah, exactly. No one. Yeah. No, no one. <laughs> That's why we support... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the football team we support. We support. <laughs> I love going to see on a Saturday. Is that when people play football? Uh, yeah, oh. I think they also play it sort of midweek as well, and I'm not Monday, too sure. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, I've Thursday. Been, I've been invited to a, a few football matches yeah. recently, and I've kind of been tempted. I've never gone, but I, I, there's always a thought of me. It's like, yeah, I could go to a football maybe match I'm today. Out on something. Yeah, maybe there's something. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe, and I think the thing is with football, yeah. I think I'm a bit too. It's too late. Did it's, I did I tell you I'm a football? It's not. Did I tell you I'm a football fan now? No. I've got a football team. Have you? Yeah. What yeah, is I, it? With aside. Yeah. My other football team. Um, so uh, this is why I say it's not too late. Yeah, yeah. Right? Is because um, uh, I. So so wait, hang on. You're saying it's not. They are always going to be close to my heart. Yeah. Right. But I used to live in Glasgow. Okay. Right. I used to live in a lovely neighbourhood. I really liked the look of. Right. Mm-hmm. So, a couple of times, I googled it. To show people, oh look how nice this neighbourhood is! This lovely hill, you can see yeah, the yeah. sunrise over it. Gorgeous architecture. <laughs> that sort of thing. I love that neighbourhood for the hill. Yeah. <laughs> nice hill. Yeah, it's a nice hill. Um, nice hill in Glasgow. Anyway, point being, <laughs> historic. I, Lim- I think you've given too much away there. They now know where you lived in Glasgow because <laughs> of the historic hill. Historic because Limmy used to live there as well. Okay, right. Um, the Limmy Limmy's Hill. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Google misinterpreted that. Yeah. And started giving me live updates for for Partick Thistle. Partick was the neighbourhood I used to live in. Okay, Partick so Thistle was the is, is the is the football team that I um uh, that I now support. Okay, because right. Google decided that I do. 
Yeah. Right? So I was getting not even like, not even like, um, uh, I was looking for the, not even coming up on my dashboard anywhere. Or anything like like buy tickets to no, Arctic no, Thistle no, games. No, or, no, no, not even that. At the top of my phone, as a notification, yeah. a live feed of the score for the current Partick Thistle game. Okay, that's nice. So I, I guess if you're walking around, you know why the why stuff's going off the way it is. Th- no, Tom, yeah. you don't understand. This didn't happen when I was living there. Yeah. Okay. Right. This happened last month. <laughs> You've not lived there for like five years. Exactly. After I'd googled the place. <laughs> Wow. However, yeah. And uh, if you're listening, you're going to have to do a little bit of googling along with me. Um because uh they I decided after a short google that I re- I truly did support them. Yeah. After I found out what their mascot was like. This, Tom, is Kingsley Thistle. Okay. Or as I call him Kingsley Pistol the Pissy Thistle. <laughs> For this reason. Oh my god. Google that, everyone. <laughs> Google that image. Google that image. Google Google uh Partic Thistle mascot. Yes, what I'm looking at seems to be a child's drawing brought to life. <laughs> He's furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've tra- you know, they've you know watched the, ba- the Teletubbies baby. No, the no, son, no. the baby in the sun that you was really the, angry. You know Maggie's nemesis. Oh yes. The, the baby with the monobrow. With the monobrow, yeah. Oh my god, it's like, it's like the baby with the monobrow wearing a kilt. Yep. With no pupils. Yep. That might be the worst part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, I, I, now I support uh, Partick Thistle. I believe they came uh, third in the Scottish Premiership yeah. this, uh, this season. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, I've um, never heard of them before. No, exactly. Mm. So, where they got knocked out by Inverness. Yeah, I would imagine like Celtic or Rangers would yeah, be... Yeah, yeah. Uh... well, no, you don't. The thing is, when you when you live in Glasgow, you certainly don't associate with either of those. Really? No, because no. if you're English, yeah. they've already got a reason to hate you. Okay, You fair don't enough. need any piling any more piling yeah. up no from from choosing the wrong one you just you just bow down and worship the angry thistle man yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so Arctic thistle mascot please i implore you google google that oh fuck if, it if this is deleted scenes um we'll have to try and make that man the yeah the, the um cover the image art. yeah <laughs> um yeah Okay, uh, so how the fudge are we going to get to a to a unique place on superhero movies? What's the least, <laughs> what's the least superhero superhero movie? What's the least superhero superhero movie? Yeah, I think I, um, because here's here's the thing, right? I like um, I don't fucking know. Like uh, Looper. No. No, no, that is just a sci-fi crime movie. Yeah, but the, it's got, it's got. It's, there's there's the no hints that there's a. That there's oh a psychic, no, there is! I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, the psychic there's, baby. There's the whole yeah. There's <laughs> the psychic baby. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's like there's like a weird X-Men plot yeah, going exactly. up in the background in the of background, that movie. Oh it, yeah, and it turns out it's the foreground. Yeah, it's... that's actually yeah. No, that's a pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, every time I watch it, yeah. I completely forget you about forget that plotline. Yeah, yeah. For, sure, for sure. It's great for um, that. <laughs> uh, 
like and that's that's a kind of nice like mm. it's, it's so weird that that's the end of that movie it's yeah. bizarre oh yeah shit you got me there I think yeah no, I think you've nailed that on the head right there that the most superhero non-superhero movie it's like there's a superhero movie going off in the background of that movie yeah um, I wonder if there's any other sort of like what what follow the because there's, there's traditional superhero movies mm. the ones that came before Marvel yeah um, like cinematic universe stuff yeah the ones that are Iron Man the yeah. ones that are like um Spider-Man, the Raimi ones, mm. right? Where it's like, oh man, the origin—it's my origin story. Now I have to reconcile with the fact that I'm trying to solve my 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 people problems with my uh, with my superpower problems. But the superpower problems are so much bigger that the people problems are completely forgotten by the end of it, and they yeah, just yeah. get solved in the process of everyone's just smiling at the end of the uh, the the movie because the the comic book stuff's over yeah I kind of miss those days where you could watch a superhero movie and not have to worry about how it fits in with every other superhero movie I, th- I think you're right but also like it was clear that they got quite boring as well, well. yes but that's because they were all following the same plot right mm. origin story meet girl um oh how do I how do I um <laughs> I've not seen Meat Girl. Meat Girl. <laughs> oh, Meat Girl. The origin story of Meat Girl. <laughs> She's just meat. <laughs> she <laughs> She fell into a radioactive abattoir. What's that smell? Is it a ham? It is a burger? No, it's Meat Girl. <laughs> um, but the, uh, you like, sort of, you know, Meat me Girl, like, get origin story... Then you're you're as, as as an equal part of that origin story. You find out the origin story of the of the villain, yeah. and then like that wraps itself up. And for no real reason other than like self belief, yeah, the hero overcomes all their problems. Or overcomes all their personal problems, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and that was true in the Raimi the new Raimi movie the, the Doctor, uh, Strange Doctor Strange one, one as well like, yeah right where like we, we don't know what the personal arc is here. yeah yeah there, there was about five different <laughs> like it Doctor Strange could not figure out <laughs> whose what, movie it was yeah whose movie it was was it America Chavez's movie was it Doctor Strange's movie was it Scarlet Witch's movie was it Scarlet Witch's movie was it Wong's movie probably, probably yeah who knows who knows uh, but like I think there was about five different themes yeah. that or five different questions They're that Doctor Strange wanted to other, yeah. wanted to ask and like I think there was a, there was a constant line of are you happy Doctor Strange happy? and I was which, like which is not a not a question you can truly answer in this movie yeah uh, but yeah superhero movies they um they come in all shapes and sizes in mm. that they have now we've now exp- we've talked about this before yeah. where they've now expanded out into um, uh, genre per genre per genre right like, yeah yeah you, you, you decide what the superhero is and then you decide what genre of film they go into yeah yeah or you decide what genre of film you're doing and then add a superhero add in add a single yeah and then yeah. see, see have how someone they, have powers how, see how those two interact yeah yeah it's like I, the, the thing is Matt Every time we do a superhero movie, film pitch, episode, whatever yeah. this is, um, yeah, when we converse about superhero movies, yeah. 
we're, we're treading on ground that is done by every podcast now. Yeah, yeah, Every podcast is just, oh, we're going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, what this means for this. Well, this is the, the, this is the thing, is that, like, we're not looking right now to uh, find something yeah. new, new ground. No. We're trying to uh, understand, like, how new, where new stories are coming from mm. in superhero movies, or... <laughs> Where they aren't, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> no, um, I don't think they're new. <laughs> None of the stories are new. <laughs> well, I mean, yes and no. I was talking to you earlier about Doom yeah. Patrol and how I felt like it was a genuine breakfast club therapy session. Mm. You know, these broken people interact interestingly, but moreover, but they're superheroes. They, they, they're, like, they're, well, they're, they've they got have, superpowers. They live in a superpower world. Yeah. Um, they don't like at one point they talk about like I think there's like one mention of Superman yeah right in the in the entire thing and that's just as a throwaway like oh yeah the Justice League they're, they're people who do other things that we're not involved in don't worry about that yeah um uh, like th- we are led to understand that and that's what I kind of like about it is that like when weird shit happens in Doom Patrol mm. You don't quite have the normal human response of the of the of the kind of side characters. Yeah. Going like, what the fuck? This person has a raptor for a head. Yeah, yeah. It's the person with a raptor for a head is now on a talk t- talk show talking about his experience <laughs> having a raptor for a head. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, who t- gets turned as a joke into animal animal vegetable mineral man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and uh, the point being that like that's that's it's all about the human response to living in a world like that yeah. that's why that's what I liked about um, uh, the Suicide Squad yeah. James Gunn one yeah. right is that every time someone says anything about superheroes or the scope of stuff that superheroes should be messing around with yeah. people roll their eyes because <laughs> They can't believe they've got caught up in this. They just want to live on an island away from it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to just be in the place where the superheroes aren't. Yeah. Because all it means is... They're trying to avoid superhero shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Because all it means is digging up roads and, yeah. and like, you know... <laughs> all it means is, like, they have to relocate. They're going to move again. Yeah. Um, like, it's it's a it's a fun place to be... Um, in that way and in actually that that's the reason I like I, I considered those that tone mm. to be a nice like sweet sour balance to the Marvel tone yeah. because in the Marvel cinematic universe everything's there for the first time right yeah. like we kind of have that like oh we all disappeared for six months or whatever but it's yeah. kind of like six uh, years yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever uh, um, but like <laughs> they they don't translate that into cultural change. No. They translate no. that into personal story, yeah. and um, and the superheroes are still considered to be the superheroes, and they, yeah. everything's still superhero facing. Yeah. Whereas, I feel like uh, the successful DC stuff is like, what if we look at what was going on off off camera? 
Yeah, like, during that time, the the more successful DC stories are the ones where like the Justice League are, are, are mentioned in the yeah, background. They're just around, but it's it's all just regular Joe. But like B list, C list superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's... just just to spice it up a bit. You know, this person uses this person uses um uh uses uh what's his name Bane's venom uh, serum to stock shelves faster. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> just. Just like the, you've got little bits and bobs that are yeah. trickling down. This this man vomits polka dots. <laughs> yeah, doesn't come back in. Yeah. to to anything apart from yeah, he doesn't do much he in does, that movie. He does polka one dot thing. Man. He, trip, he he finally realizes that everyone is his mother. And oh then, yeah. <laughs> imagines imagines a giant starfish kaiju as his mother. Yeah, that's pretty fun. So yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> But isn't that yeah. what we're watching? To, watching movies for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> like, I'm not watching. I'm not watching fucking Marvel movies to yeah. um, to to have my perspective on life change. Oh no, 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 definitely not. Um, and so yeah, I um, I, I think the 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 fun ones that I've been the ones I've been really enjoying so yeah. far is like what's off camera. Yeah. Right. Like, what is going on in a world where everything has been uh, upended? By the fact that you nothing's systemic anymore. Yeah. Right. And what systems do we humans come up with to try and try and deal with that? You, you kind of got that with the uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, sure. and Luke Cage stuff. Yeah. Like there was a and little then they bit of that. Them all. Yeah, and then they <laughs> just went nah. Now, nah, <laughs> I mean, it it, it I mean, was Daredevil, on a sliding slope of quality. Daredevil started going into uh, into um, vampire ninjas, admittedly. Yeah, Jessica Jones stayed pretty good. Yeah, um, I've not seen season two season of that. Two. I I stopped at episode two of Iron Fist. I was just like, if this is where it's going, Iron I Fist don't was wanna... absolutely wank. Yeah. <laughs> um, Luke Cage was fine. Yeah, Luke Cage was great. I, I thought Luke Cage was incredible, and then and then I was like, "Oh, Iron Fist! This is gonna be great." Two episodes in, I'm just like, <laughs> "This is the third boardroom meeting in ten minutes. Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I being asked to care about like uh, uh, the scion of a multi-million fan? And and at least with Batman, it pretends that he's not got that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a, like it focuses very much on him in the mask. Yeah, yeah. It's... Out on the streets. Yeah. Still, kind of the underdog. Whereas, Whereas what's his name, Johnny Fist or whatever? Yeah. He's he's trying to get back into he's trying to get back into that, and they just won't let him. He's like, I want to be rich again. Yeah. Um, so there's that there's that there's that angle that um, mm. you know certain stuff's been taking, and I think a lot of things are right. Like, I mean, even the boys. Yeah. As much as I'm not keen on the sort of like what if superheroes were bad angle, mm. um, uh, that kind of cynicism. I do like the fact that it focuses on the, the people who have to tidy up after. That's who the boys are. Yeah. The boys are the little people who yeah. are just trying to they, they're trying to get rid of them. They know the superheroes are bad. Yeah. They, they know their superheroes are, are a bad idea. Yeah. So like, it's like, we're just going to get rid of the c- <laughs> Like, that's the whole bit. Um, oh, well, and, we, we, now we've got an explicit tag on this. Uh, yeah, so, well, oh. Oh, well, there, there it goes. But, um, I mean, I can just... <laughs> it out like <laughs> yeah with the name of our favourite football team yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so you know that na- the name of our favourite football team isn't the <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
with the boys it's not like superheroes the fact that they're superheroes is like almost inconsequential and it feels very much like a um I mean, it, I'm pretty certain it is kind of like an analogy for, uh, like modern day celebrity culture and the fact that we treat them like superheroes, like these, like these in- incredibly omniscient mm. beings. Yeah. Like they can do no wrong, yeah. and like there's a whole thing in the boys about like the public image, yeah. and how it can be twisted mm. to to make you think it's, one it's, way. It's and... kind of me too meets, uh... yeah. Me, 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 super. I think that's in like episode one of the yeah. boys. Like it addresses shit like that, yeah. and and how it's all covered up and and stuff, and yeah. and how all these people who have like like incredible power can can be seen as like these, uh, these people that are just like An abstract idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and like behind closed doors, they're yeah. completely different. Yeah, uh, they've all got like her like horrible problems, mm. uh, which like manifest themselves as like because they're superheroes they can really go to town yeah uh, <laughs> it was shit I think um, it's interesting like I'm like talking to you about this like and and, and uh, have like thinking about like Doom Patrol right mm. where Doom Patrol each of their quote unquote powers because mm. very few of them actually manifest as things that are useful <laughs> useful in a fight uh, or, in it, yeah. like ever yeah right? um a hindrance. Uh, yeah. More. In fact, in fact, it takes like I think, I think it takes until episode six or seven of um, uh, of the first season mm. for them to do something remotely positive for anyone. Yeah. And even then, it's like, oh shit, we've got to manage this thing, or everyone's gonna die. Rather than like, uh, we're saving these people. Let's help. Um, yeah. It and. And Alan Tudyk's voice, who's who's, who's um, Mister Nobody, yeah. is the main villain of the first season. Uh, he's just like, finally, it's taken six episodes of this part. Uh, sorry, uh, six episodes of this show to finally get some superheroics. <laughs> uh, he's just like sat there with a. He's sat there like in 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 the infinite in an infinity box. Yeah. With a with a bill uh, with a with a what's it called the the pull up scrolls you know the um, uh, vertical banners. Oh yeah 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 uh, roll roller banners of of of, uh, of Doom Patrol like the mm. poster for the show next to him with a hat on for it and stuff like sitting in a director's chair like finally yeah. we finally get a superhero show it's like it's not that at all. <laughs> Like it, it's amazing at all. Like quite a lot of superheroes, yeah. like that they find an application for their superpowers. Yeah. Like, like I was just thinking, <laughs> Superman, right? He's bulletproof yeah. and stuff like that. Like the fact that he can stop banks from being robbed yeah. is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got laser vision. He's got laser vision as Super well. Strength and flying. Yeah. yeah, but like the fact that he he just sort of knows where the the, where the, the crimes yeah, are yeah, and stuff like that. Because he got, he uses his super hearing to hear not absolutely everything, <laughs> overwhelmingly, but yeah. just the sound of a car alarm or sound. There's a sound. Um, the, the, I do like the thing in. There's a bit in Supergirl where um, Supergirl tried to do something. Uh, and I didn't watch much of it. Yeah. But fairly early on, she tries to do something traditionally Superman-esque. Yeah. Which is, uh, there's an oil tanker that's uh, in um, in danger of turning over. Yeah. Um, at, like capsizing in dock. Yeah. Right? 
and she's like don't worry I'll pull it away from the dock and she just pulls the back off it and an oil spill <laughs> just, pull, just, oil just <laughs> pours out of that's, the, the back that's of great. it it's I, I don't know why but my mind's suddenly come to Thunderbirds. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I think you mentioned yeah. like oil and I yeah. was like, oh right, an explosion at an oil rig or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to send my best rockets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Why? You're insane, <laughs> Mr. Tracy. You're insane. Um, yes, I know. That's why I've got my boys on an island. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got that. My five sons all piloting these giant machines that can't do very much. And I guess it's like, um, it's it's almost like the uh, the application of big tools to, to, not small situations, but like the idea of having to have a single tool yeah. to deal with absolutely anything. Yeah. Right? Um, and or, that's where they... five different tools, I guess. And that's where... Five different like, tools on a giant drill. You know, if you're reading The Flash... Yeah. Right? And um, it, people are starting to get bored with, you know, villains that just, uh, I don't know, uh, set things on fire and he's just like, oh, I got everyone out of the building. Mm. Now the fire brigade can do the rest. You've got to start being like, oh, this is the guy who can slow everything down, or yeah. like, um, this is the uh, this is the guy who like, the Flash needs to learn how to create a tornado to put out the whatever, right? Yeah. Run really fast in a circle. Mm. Um, you've got to start coming up with like creative applications for the one big tool you gave this person. Yeah, yeah, right. Because um, otherwise, what's the point in their life? Like, <laughs> exactly. What's the point in them having a superpower? Yeah. Is it, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's like with Iron Man. Like yeah. he, he created just a suit of armor for himself. Yeah, because he wanted to get out of a tunnel, and he was like, "All oh, right, well, maybe I can do some good with this." <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to a like a, like a nondescript Middle Eastern country. Yeah. and blow up a load of terrorists. Yep, that's what he that's what he's decided to do. Yeah. And Iron Man just keeps fighting other versions of himself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's his whole thing. Yep, like he's a he's a he fights the military bad parts in- of the military, the military industrial complex. Yes, when he in fact is just the problem, which again they keep addressing, yeah. which is which is quite nice. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like I'm so- Tony, you never stopped being the problem. I'm fighting this other guy, <laughs> Tony. You're still you're still the problem. Oh, but if I make a bigger machine that fights the other guy, <laughs> the the only difference between him and me is I've been doing it longer. <laughs> That's that's it. Yeah. That is like yeah, for sure. The the fact that he beats what's his name, uh, Jeff Bridges in the first film yeah. is only because he's <laughs> tested his suit longer. Yeah, yeah. He tested it for a slightly higher altitude. Yeah. How did you find? How did you uh, beat the icing problem? He was like icing problem. Oh shit. Oh well. <laughs> he just flies in real high. <laughs> Uh, like uh, I kind of want to see a uh, a Jerry Anderson cinematic universe because that's that's something that I don't think anyone's even really thought of. Jerry Anderson, Jerry Anderson, the guy who did Thunderbirds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderbirds, Stingray, and Captain Scarlet. Yes, that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Although when you end up with Captain Scarlet, the Invincible Man, (laughs) with the ray guns, yeah. Fighting against the Mysterons, yeah. aliens from outer space who manifest as circles of light. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then they uh, take take over people's bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like sort Captain of, Black or whatever. Sort of Dick Tracy's out of the picture at that point. 
Dick Tracy? Dick Tracy. The, the, uh, the private eye? No, not Dick Tracy. What's his name? Uh, what's his? Uh, Tracy. Yeah. Just Tracy Island. Yeah, the, like... the, the international rescue. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like they, they're they a little bit out of the picture or like, um, uh, or, or, or Stingray. Yeah. I mean... Just underwater. They do know about mermaids, yeah. I suppose, and like... Uh, an underwater race of evil evil aliens there's a whole thing right the cinematic universe they don't have to cross over they just have to kind of mention them no, they just I mean, have to I, exist I in the same of, universe I would be kind of happy to see uh, where they're this, they're not sleaze stacks are they they're, they're kind of like sea monster guys in Stingray yeah versus the Misterons yeah or the Misterons take over the sleaze the weird uh, lizard guys and then they respond in kind like they, they go up to their UFO base and, <laughs> and go with a harpoon gun <laughs> the UFO base the uh, Thunderbird 5 you mean do you know I the d- one in space yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, where it's just one guy oh yeah because the Mistrons have also taken over the uh, uh, taken over Thunderbird 5 of course yeah that would be the staging ground for these guys so so Thunderbirds right I'd start with Thunderbirds because yeah. that's the most recognisable well one. they also already did a reboot of that didn't they uh, The they did like they did a cartoon show CG yeah. cartoon show of it um, they also did a the film a Jonathan Frakes movie yeah, yeah. Uh, with Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is the is the problematic villain. Very problematic villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, as the Oriental, <laughs> the mystery of the Orient villain, yeah, yeah, Ben exactly. Kingsley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, if you think about it. Is hilarious when you watch like Iron Man yeah, 3 yeah for sure yeah. Right? It's, 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 I think that's what makes the joke is that yeah. he's been constantly cast in exactly that role for his entire career <laughs> and he's cast in that role in Iron Man 3 yeah that's his character yeah um, but um, yeah I'd start, I'd start with a Thunderbirds movie maybe they just save the day or whatever yeah and then and then like Thunderbird 4 sort of stumbles across the, like the mermaid thing or yeah. whatever. Then we have Stingray. And then we, we get the re- reveal that, that Stingray's been operating all this time. Yeah. Um, and it because it, it's a government program. Yeah. Uh, whereas the the like the Thunderbirds are international rescue are a para, uh, like they're a corporate almost. Uh, like it, I think it's, it's like a kind of Elon Musk kind of thing. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's a private enterprise yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. out and does the jobs that the other people can't get to yeah. kind of thing yeah um, and then uh, and then finally Captain Scarlet who I think was made immortal by the Misterons yeah he was in an accident or something right I'm gonna google how did Captain Scarlet get his powers <laughs> <laughs> did they do a reboot of Captain Scarlet no I don't think so and I know there was another one as well which I think it was I think it was live action a Jerry Anderson thing but it had puppets in it and they spoke like a spy language which was just nonsense mm. it was it just sounded like absolute gibberish and it was apparently very clever but too clever too clever for you yeah too, well too clever for anyone so like, it was like what am I thinking the language kind of thing <laughs> and uh, yeah no one really watched that very quaintly British as well like like all the Jerry Anderson yeah, stuff, yeah, very sure. quaintly British, although all Americans. Yes, um, uh, you know what? If you're making something quaintly British, why not add um, 
all the Armand stuff to, uh, to Jerry Anderson. To, to, to Jerry have, Anderson. have Wallace. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Wallace I, I, gets I've, taken over by the Mister Arms. I have already seen that end of credit scene. <laughs> Whereas Mr. Tracy walking into a room on Tracy Island and there's just this silhouette of a man with a head like an upside down T. <laughs> and, he's, yes. and and we cut down to um like He's uh, just got a dog he, on his he's, lap. He's got he's got a wrench because you know he's an inventor. Yeah. And he's like just finishing up here, uh, <laughs> and you see real hands. You know, real people's hands. Yeah. You're doing a oh, you're an animation thing. Yeah, yeah, but, but you see real you people's hands with, with the with the, the wrench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> as a nod to like, like like a Howard the Duck style nod yeah. to to the um, the original Jerry Andersons. And then he walks into the light, and it's Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Got any Wensleydale? And then cut, cut yeah. like, <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> the Thunderbirds will return in Revenge of the Wrong Trousers. <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, that would be a good... Because I don't think any superheroes are in that sort of cinematic universe. But I, I think you can't really talk about superheroes without talking about cinematic universe. I mean, I mean like, if, you, if you look at like the way that... Like, like if you look at Captain Scarlet, yeah. he seems pretty superheroic. Mm. Right, it's just, he's indestructible yeah. because he was in a big power surge, and like he was currently possessed by the Mysterons, yeah. and the genetic mutation that he had like made him indestructible. Yeah, right, which is as classic as as, as superhero origins get. Mm. Right, like the bad guy was meddling, then there was an accident, yeah. and the bad guy accidentally created their greatest enemy. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, yeah, it'd just be good to see that. I mean, do it like Team America. Just sure. Do, do it like puppets again. Yeah. It'd be great. Why although, not? although the style of the Jerry Anderson puppets got more and more realistic yeah. as time went on. I know yeah. with Thunderbirds, they had giant eyes and big heads and stuff. And yeah. by Captain Scarlet, it was more realistic proportions. Yeah. So it'd be really worse. weird to see, <laughs> <laughs> to see those two cross over and be like, what's wrong with your head? <laughs> like, I would love to see um, uh, Jerry Anderson style animations come up against um, Ray Harryhausen stuff. <laughs> Yes, so like stop motion and puppetry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'd like that. Into Owen fighting against little little skeletons and 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 stuff. You know? <laughs> that would be that would be a good crossover. <laughs> I, I think we've pitched enough there. Yep. So shall we just pitch some actual movies? Let's do it. Based on titles people have given us. Uh, you reckon yeah. we should do that this week? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we should. Yeah. yeah all right, so from Jeff Beard, we've got The Incredible Thinking Satchel. The Incredible Thinking Satchel? Yeah. This seems like a sort of um, Silver Age kind of, we're just we're just spitballing here. <laughs> like, uh, this boy is like Matt Arita, lad, you know? Like, sort yeah. of like, this boy, he can carry uh, more newspapers than any other boy uh, when he's on his bike. And... <laughs> oh, yes, it's relatable. It's... <laughs> It's like, kids love it because they love going round thinking, oh, if only I could carry all these newspapers instead of having to go back to the depot and then coming back and throwing them onto the lawns of all the people in the suburbs. Thinking, of course, uh, newspapers, information. He remembers absolutely everything that's in every newspaper he's ever delivered. Ah, memory boy. <laughs> no, the fantastic thinking satchel. <laughs> 
Wait, so this boy is a, is a satchel? Uh, this, this boy, I don't know. Maybe he opens his mouth and just shoves, shoves the, one of the newspapers in. And then when he's riding around on his bicycle, he just reaches into his mouth. <laughs> Reaches down his throat and just pulls out. How can he fight a crime? A perfectly dry newspaper <laughs> throws it out onto the onto the doorstep of whatever of the neighbourhood. How can he fight crime? That's for us to worry about right now. But I love how that's how we start the movie. Yeah. Like, is it sort of like a huge crane shot down to this American <laughs> suburban in the in the fifties? And, uh, and yeah, <laughs> you see, ah, oh, nice little paper boy. Simpler times, simpler times. <laughs> His jaw, like, detaches yeah. as he reaches in and pulls a newspaper out yeah, and hurls yeah. it onto the lawn. Exactly. <laughs> And the man who's just come out of his front door to collect the newspaper looks on in horror. <laughs> this kid just grabs more and more newspapers out of his mouth, chucking them onto the lawn. I think we do it almost like a um, Back to the Future thing where, like, uh, this kid is delivering uh, a paper to the the the, lo- the local resident mad scientist. Okay. And he's he's experimenting with like spatial warping technology. Okay. And then the um, like a kind of Mary Poppins bag kind of vibe. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And but uh, and he's like he's trying to create. Yeah. He's trying to create a, a, a like the perfect rucksack. Uh, and um, and uh, boy, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, come here. <laughs> well, no, he he throws the paper. Yeah. And it hits the one of the levers, and it goes. Woo! Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He, and, he's, and he's keeping, he's making, he's making Mary Poppins as rucksack yeah. by uh, by sort of folding space, folding space time yeah. in it. Um, yeah. I, I can't, I don't think they explain it in Scott Pilgrim either, because Ramona Flowers has a bag like that okay. as well. I think it's a subspace handbag or something she's got, right? Which is. Yeah, again, folding space, I think, is is on that yep. somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, he's trying to fold space time into a handbag. Yeah. Um, because he's an inventor. Yeah, it's, well, like... it's like, I think it should be a, 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 a like a, a rucksack, mm. right? Like he's trying to, like the perfect school bag, because it's like, for, for our troops. Yeah, yes. You know, they yeah. can put all the guns they want in this thing. Yeah, he's, he's doing something for the military industrial complex. He's yeah. got a military contract to make a rucksack that can fit everything in <laughs> um, <laughs> like a, a rucksack that they can fit a giant rail gun in or something maybe, like that maybe the he biggest got kicked gun. out of the military for trying yeah, and now yeah. he's doing it in his, in, his, in his garage they said he was insane yeah they, <laughs> But then this, this this was this was after this was after he he thought of a way to to solve future bombings by putting a putting a dead soldier inside a brain for of <laughs> <laughs> the last eight minutes of someone who died in a previous bombing's life. Astute listeners might recognise the fact that me and Tom have just finished watching Source Code by yeah, Duncan Jones. Because that's the fucking plot of Source Code. And it's a silly <laughs> plot. And the entire time I was just like, Jeffrey Wright in this movie is a fucking madman. He's an absolute boss. We've spent we've spent billions on this. <laughs> on this. Sounds <laughs> like, like Kingpin. Yeah, we've spent billions on this thing. But I think it's Jeffrey Wright, the mad scientist. Yes, of course, yeah. Uh, he needs to be... He loved that role so much yeah. that we've got to put him in another one. So he's like, I'm making a handbag from from all these pieces of, uh, of, 
of, of subspace. I'm just gonna transfer all the subspace <laughs> into this handbag, into, into this rucksack. Oh so, no! The 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 uh, my experiments—they're about to explode. <laughs> No, the experiment's going well. Okay. He's, he's about to do it. Okay. And then the boy hurls the newspaper yeah, yeah. Uh, through the window. Yep. It smashes through the window, hits the lever. The the, th- the machine turns around because it's a really heavy newspaper. Yeah. Big news day. And, uh, and it shoots this ray <laughs> yeah. at this kid. And, who then, then, and then explodes. Yeah. Right? The, the machine explodes as well. Yeah, so they because can't of course, reverse it. We've got to create we've also got to create Dr. Handbag, <laughs> the villain of this of this of this Silver Age it's comic. It's a talking handbag. Yeah, it's 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 Jeffrey Wright. It's Jeffrey it's, it's he, a handbag he, with he, the voice of Jeffrey he Wright. He will turn into Dr. Handbag, yeah. who is um who is capable of beating people around the head with infinite mass. <laughs> So when military contractors start dying, yeah, that's that's the problem. <laughs> that the, 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 the what, what's the name of the, the intelligent? The, the incredible thinking satchel. The incredible thinking satchel has to yeah. solve. It's like when when it, seemingly unrelated people start going missing. Yeah. Um. The uh. The the incredible thinking satchel puts the headlines together in his mind you know? yeah he's, he, that's that'll be his sort of like the thing the, the thing he achieves here I, I like the idea of this jeffrey wright handbag yeah. swallowing like military generals and stuff and they all go to like you know that place it's in american gods where that guy gets sucked into that woman's vagina yeah, yeah. and it's it looks like space yeah but it's it's like that except there's loads of people just sort of dangling around in space but instead of space, it's like handbag lining. Yes. Like off in the distance, just yeah. infinite handbag <laughs> yes. lining. Yeah, like stitched. Yeah. Stitched background sort of yeah. stuff. It's yeah. like a floral pattern. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like at first, of course, the incredible thinking satchel is using this power to solve his problems, mm. right? So not only does he know all of the today's news and he's like his dad's like I wonder how the Yankees did oh it was three you know it was oh he can swallow it and think yeah and uh, and he has the knowledge of it right right so he's swallowing dictionaries and he's like um, and he's 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 like swallowing um, uh, almanacs and stuff (laughs) from the future yeah (laughs) you know but like uh, he uh, he grows up and he gets a job as a news anchor yeah in which as a news anchor so wait we're doing a time skip yeah okay sure yeah, he's, just, he's just a man now he's Chris Evans <laughs> okay. and he's uh, he's a news anchor and uh, I think I'm not sure how he uses the power of swallowing newspapers and just other information to I, I think I don't think we need this 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 time skip no. I think this boy is trying to solve his child problems okay. by like by only by, by like consuming all this stuff yeah um Meanwhile, people are going missing. Don't you need to revise for an exam? And then he just swallows the science book. Exactly, that's the thing. I've got it all. Yep, I I know it all. Yep. Um, but what's the drawback to knowing it all and trying to use? Because every in every movie, mm. every superhero story, when you try to use your superhero powers to solve your people problems, yeah, something goes wrong. He uh, he is shunned by all the popular kids at school because that he's a nerd. Yeah, he's a nerd now. He's a nerd he used now. to be really popular, but now yeah. he's, now he's been moved into the gifted and talented thing, and 
all the um all the gifted and talented like people mm. they're all like cre- creating new stuff yeah but all he can do is recount the information oh yeah he's yeah. not smart yeah. he just has the information um he hasn't gone through the process of reading or anything like that no no he's just a, a repository he doesn't Literally, think about it funnily enough he doesn't think about it yeah. he uh, he just takes it all in and it's when he becomes the thinking satchel yeah that's when he becomes a superhero yeah because he's you know for his job he's now learning that he can he can put the newspapers in and take them out to throw them yeah right um <laughs> forgot about that yeah. <laughs> forgot about that horrific because he's also a story a, a, a literal repository yeah, yeah. as well as a repository of knowledge cool right yeah um, he can store stuff in there yeah um which we can use i'm sure later on when he puts an entire um security guard in his gob and <laughs> his gob and then lets him out later yeah uh, in front of the big bad oh right? yeah like yeah. just a what and just in like, front of jeffrey wright an entire uh... he eats an entire platoon of of, of soldiers and then uh, oh and, and, and becomes the end, like the strength of he knows uh, exactly how yeah. to use all of their like their guns and stuff that's great um, it's it's like everything everywhere all at once but in, instead of like <laughs> thinking about other versions of yourself you just eat you someone just eat someone and then but uh, Kirby it's Kirby <laughs> Exactly, but at the end he realizes, and yes, he takes on a little bit of the 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 like. Um, so when he eats so, a so soldier, he, eats, he, eats he a gets soldier. a hat. Yeah, he gets yeah, he gets a, a military cap on for a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but he has to either like keep them in there, and the, the, then slowly that power will fade. Yeah. Slowly that that experience will fade <laughs> as they are slowly digested. Or he has to regurgitate them up, <laughs> and I think. Um, <laughs> And I think the stomach acid just sort of taking them, <laughs> like m- melting their faces a little bit. And I think uh, the la- the thing he realizes is that he's eaten all these people. I don't think they they're gonna die in there. Mm. I think that like it's just that the influence fades slowly as it goes yeah, to yeah. the back of his mind. Um, they're still in there, preserved, right? <laughs> Point being that he realizes that he can't solve this problem himself with the information. Yeah. He has to let the experts do their job. Yeah. And when he does that, he regurgitates an entire platoon of soldiers at Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> and they're all like, hop, 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 ah, a bad guy! And yeah, start yeah. shooting it's, Jeffrey Wright. Um, it's an allegory for information in modern times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just... You, you have to know how to find out the information, yeah. not try and memorise all the information. Yeah, and regurgitate it. Yeah. yeah. We're in the information age, Yeah. right? This Silver Age comic, it used to be relevant to the to the every it's, every man. So about. this is a, this is a Silver Age comic that didn't really go very far. No, exactly. But we've taken. But it, now in the modern age, it yeah. makes so much sense. Ahead of its time, the person who wrote this, the person who like came up with the Silver Age comic, was was denounced as a as a loony. <laughs> yeah. But, but but now a visionary. Yeah. <laughs> That man's name, Alex Jones. No relation <laughs> no. To, to the InfoWars guy. No, uh, it's the one show lady. It's the one show lady. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.